With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. show a little later today because of technical difficulties. I am so excited today. We have an amazing, amazing group of people on today. We have Kay Ree, a part of a group from Kay Ree, with Felix Justin, and another gentleman from India and Afghanistan. The most amazing group I ever saw. I was in France. I met this woman, and she just illuminated. She has a beautiful spirit and a beautiful heart, and I can't wait to have her on. So we're going to have her on in just one more minute. And the next person we're going to bring on, of course, is Mr. Jay Logan. Hello, 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 Gail. Good to see you again. Oh, how you been? Yes, it's been so long. We've been on hiatus with the show, and we're revamping. I am just so excited about Kayree right now. I cannot tell you how excited I am about her. I, you know, all I can say is it's great to see you too, Jay. The show has been back after a long hiatus, and now we're ready to go. But I, I, want, to, uh, I want you to tell me, who are we having on the show again today, Kay? We're, we're Kay Ree, a guest from Germany, who is a wonderful music artist with so much soul and joy, and Nicholas Pulse and Nicole Manigotti of A New Seed. And I'm so excited to have them on today. So, you know, without further ado, Jay, we have Kayree on, and I'd like to bring her on. Are you ready to bring Kayree on and really rock and roll today? I can't wait for this amazing lady. I, I know. I've been telling you all about her. So let's bring her on without further ado. Kayree, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Yes, we are, are so you? excited to have you. We're doing fine. And, Kay Reed, this is Jay Logan. Hey, so hi, Jay. Kay how, hi, Kay Reed. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm very happy to uh, be able to speak with you because I didn't have a voice for the past couple of days, so I'm very, very excited that I actually get a voice out right now. <laughs> well, Kay Reed, we're going to ask you a series of questions, and we would love for you to answer it for the audience, Okay. And it will definitely be available for other people to listen in at a later time. So we would like to know if we could get started right now. Is that okay with you? Sure. Okay. So, you know, we, to our audience members, we met Katie at Meet in France, which is a music and tech conference, and we found her so amazing. And I have to ask you, Carrie, where did you get so much soul from? Oh, well, I guess that was the in- the influence of the music that I listened to uh, in my childhood, in my youth. I was uh, 
very, very blessed to have cousins around me that had great taste for music, and they influenced me with Michael Jackson and Music Soul Child and Boys to, Boys to Men and, you know, Nina Simone and Whitney Houston, all these groups. And I just fell in love with that music and had to do it myself, you know. <laughs> I tell you, I mean, I just can't wait. You know, we're going to do a definite article on you with Listen Gifts. And I just can't wait for the people to see you, you know. Um, it's very rare that I come across artists such as yourself, and they're usually diamond in the, diamonds in the rough. So I just think you're a diamond, diamond that is shining so brightly and going to make it such a difference, for, especially for wow. young people. Thank you very um, much. Jay, I know you have a question as well. I sure do. Terry, um, I heard so much about you, Terry. Um, where are you from? <laughs> Yeah, where are you from, and, and can you tell us about other uh, members of your group? Um, well, my father is uh, from Iran. My mom is German, so I was born in Persia. I grew up in Germany, though. Uh, my guitar player is German, German, and my tabla player is actually uh, from Afghanistan. So we kind of, like, share the same same cultural back- background or similar. Let me say it like this, similar. Wow. Jay, I think you had another question for her before I go on to mine, because, you know, we have so many questions for her, so I try to get everything together. <laughs> well, how, how did you all meet? Did you just go to these different countries, or maybe tell us how you guys all met and just got together? Well, it's actually a, a funny story, because uh, Felix Houston, my guitarist, is a, is a classical guitarist, and he is a couple years older than me. <laughs> He's actually already, like, 57, and he's been playing classical music um, all his life with a with a classical soprano, a very uh, wonderful lady from the U.S. Actually, he's been touring. He's been playing in, in Carnegie Hall and whatnot. Like he's been touring worldwide, playing only classical music. And then my little brother actually had him as a teacher. Um, my little brother's a drummer, and Felix was his. his yeah, his drumming teacher, and um, so my brother talked to me and said, you know, you have to meet this guy, you have to actually make some music with him, that would be fabulous, because I was recording with different producers, but there was my, my brother always talked to me and said, you have to meet Felix Houston. I said, okay, I'm going to go check him out, and then, uh, yeah, we met, and he said, you know, I will just play some classical guitar for you, whatever I compose at home for myself, and I don't know if you can actually do something with it, but... Let's just try, and if not, we just go have a cup of coffee. <laughs> and so he started playing, and uh, to me, it didn't sound like classical music. To me, it just sounded like music, and it just, you know, influenced me and, and inspired me to um, to write something to it. So to me, it sounded more like a, I don't know, Lauren Hill or Indiari or whatever. So I just started writing wow. to whatever wow. I felt, you know. And uh, ever since then, we do it exactly that way. He's writing whatever he has on his mind and whatever I feel to it, I just put in words. And he always says he's quite amazed that I just translate exactly whatever he feels to words, you know. You know, Kerry, one of the things I'd like to ask is what made you decide to fuse classical and Indian music together with your other members? I mean, I understand how you guys met, and, you know, you, you kind of what's really nice is you seem to kind of share a culture of both the German mm-hmm. side and the Muslim side, and I think that's beautiful. 
I'd like to know what made you decide to fuse it together, though. You know, it was a very um, spontaneous thing, actually. It was a tryout. And um, Keo, I met him after a concert that I had together with Felix, and uh, we just clicked, like, on a personal level. And, and we talked for hours, talked about music, because we grew up very similarly, even though we grew up in complete different cities. But his family background and my family background was so similar that we had so many things in common, and we just loved the same type of music. He He's a great uh, Marvin Gaye oh, fan, yeah. and so am I. And, you know, we just uh, happened to go to a, to a festival where uh, Felix and I were supposed to play. It's called the Baltic Soul Festival. It's in the north of Germany every year. And we were supposed to play there, and I said, you know what, Keo, just come with us and, and see if you can actually join us. And that's what he did, and that was the first time that we played. We practiced in the hotel room and went on stage together a couple minutes later, and it worked out fabulously. <laughs> and well, that's why we kept on playing together. You know, Jay, why don't you take my next question, because I know we went out of order a little bit there. Okay. Um, I'd like to know what is important to you and the group members about your artistry? It is very important to us that we are free to choose what kind of music we, we want to play. And um, we always like to give off a positive vibe and influence people in a positive way. You know, I think there are many artists out in the industry that don't take their responsibility too serious because, like, if you... If you're on stage or if you're in public, if you if if kids are watching you and are listening to your music, then you better have a good message for them. That is my or that is our opinion. So that's what what we try to give off and just you know yeah give a give a positive message out. Wow, great! You know, one of the things that you know really. Um, gets me is, you know, um, is, you know, I'd love to know, this is a, it's kind of a deep question, what what change do you, no, no, sorry, what do you love about your life? What I love about my life? Yeah, what do you love about your life? I love everything about my life. I love the fact that I can, you know, do whatever I really feel like doing. I, I am. I chose to go the route of my heart, so to say. I don't. Um, I don't do a job that somebody forced me to do. I don't even make music that somebody forced me to do. I do exactly what I feel like doing and what I think is right, and you know what makes me feel good. And I think that's what people feel, and that's why we get such a positive response. And, and yeah, I think that is what I love most about my life, that I make music, and that's exactly what I want to do. Wow. Kerry, what change, what, change, what change do you want to see in the world? Ooh, a lot of change. <laughs> but mainly... Mainly I have to say uh, people need to wake up, you know, and 
people pretend to be so intelligent and still we're still um, troubled with the same mistakes that we've been doing since centuries. All the wars and everything and all the focus on money and power, that needs to change. We need to focus on love. We need to focus on helping each other. We need to focus on loving ourselves and giving that love back, you know, I mean, giving love out to, to the person that lives around us and to our friends and to our family and to everybody. The the main change should really happen now from hatred and from, from negativity to love and positivity. Wow. You know, um, I'm going to take it a little further, okay? What mm-hmm. change do you, do you intend to be in the world, yourself personally with your group and, your, and uh, as an artist but also as an individual? See, my main influence when I started making music was Michael Jackson. And not only because of the amazing music that he made or that he was, um, but also, you know, the things that he did with his music, not only the way he touched people with his music, but also what he actually did with the fame and the money that he had. He actually went out and helped people, and that's what really impressed me, even as a child, and that was the main purpose of me making music, being on stage, being a person with a voice to speak for people and um, to help people with the music. One, you know, with a message, but also in action. So I do um, support a few charity organizations um, whenever they have events that I perform there for free or that I actually am a spokesperson for them or, you know, we go out. uh, My tabla player actually created um, a charity organization it's called I'm okay, a We want you to yes. save that at the end for our audience because we have a surprise question to you around that. All right, all right. So all right. We don't want we don't want you to give away everything yet. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We can't wait to ask you about that because this is totally what Listen Give is about: is listening to the creativity of people like yourself and giving back to the causes that they're passionate about. Right. James, would you, would you uh, like to ask your next question before we? Oh, I sure we're, will. She's um, such a great, amazing woman, and I, I just want to get a little deeper. You know, I want to kind of play on the question you just asked, Gail. I wanted to know uh, what what is important to you in your artistry, being a creative person. What is important to you in your artistry? Mm, to me, in my artistry, it's always about being staying real, really. You know, I don't ever want to wanna um, do anything that I am not. Um, in Germany, the record record, uh, record companies are actually very focused on artists that do German pop music, and we had the chance to be signed uh, with with a couple different labels, but they all all wanted us to change and actually do uh, German pop music and actually sing it in German. And I said nope. I need to go globally. I want to sing in English. I want to sing in a language that I feel comfortable with, that I feel comfortable with writing. I love writing English poetry and and, and, and lyrics, and uh, that's the language, for some reason, that I feel most comfortable expressing myself with. So 
um, that is important for me. It is very important for me that people get to feel our music. And since I am a dancer as well, um, it could also be a, a focus of mine to make people dance, but for now it is more for people to feel the music. That's why we actually um, chose a very specialty on the next for the next album. But I'll let you ask me some more questions, and then uh, I might get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm loving that. Um, so, you know, one of the things I'd like to know is what do you think is missing in the music industry today? What do you think is missing in music today, period? Forget the industry. What do you think is missing in music? What I think about listening to music or so what, do you, what, do you, what do you think is missing in music today? Whether it's music oh, itself, Kyrie, um, mm. or the music industry. I mean, actually both, because the music and the music industry are two different things. So yeah. what do you think is personally missing in both? Well, um, I have to say I choose the music that I listen to very uh, carefully. So the music that I'm listening to, uh, the artists that I'm listening to, um, I'm not missing anything in it because, you know, I I still uh, choose the music of artists like, for example, Indiari or um, European artists like Luca Di Moon or Jose James or, you know, artists from back in the day, Bob Marley and Marvin Gaye and Nina Simone. So I I feed myself with positive music, with good music. So I'm not missing anything in that. The music that you hear in the mainstream music industry, to me, is is a little sad because it has very little depth most of the time. And um, there are a lot of copycats out there. So whatever... Style is just working at the moment. That's what everybody's doing. So even good, good musicians like Usher, or you know others, uh, Beyonce and all them, they 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 are lovely artists, but they go with the mainstream just to make their money, and I think that's sad. <laughs> wow, Jenny, I think you. Yeah, I do. Um, do you do you uh, do you play any musical instrument? And if so, um, how long have you been studying? <laughs> you know, actually, I have been starting recently to play the bass, but really recently, like I've been wanting to learn the guitar and bass and, and piano and everything for a long time. But I focus so much on on the singing and writing and the performing that I actually didn't have no time to really really study it. And now recently I just started playing the bass, and it's uh, yeah, not very uh, professional yet, but <laughs> you know we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> well, you know, this one. I think it is too. And you know, Jay, I think we we've got some time for some more of the questions, so. You know, can you hang with us for about five more minutes, um, Kerry? Because there's some things we want to really ask you. Please. Well, you know, Jay and I got a you know chance. I was so excited, and Jay knows that I never come back. 
you know, from another country, or he come back from another country when he's traveling, and say, oh, my God, I met these artists. And I only met two out of the whole conference, and you know who the other person is. And you have, such, you have the spirit about you that really illuminates groundedness, okay? And for me, as a holistic person, Jay, who's a holistic person, that's so important, okay? What I'd like to know is in terms of, like, you know, that change you want to be in the world, okay, what is that change in the world that you want to see, you know, amongst other people, you know, those things that you're about to go into? We'd like to know some of those organizations that you play for free, but not just the organization's name. Why do you feel connected to that organization? And also the organization that one of your group members has, why do you feel connected to that one as well? Can you share that with us? Sure. Well, first of all, to answer your question, I believe we can all do uh, something to change, you know, to help people to to go out. There are um, quite a few people in my surroundings that uh, started organizations, like uh, a friend of mine started um, being Angel. He's, you know, connecting different organizations to work together. Then there's another, there, there's my tabla player, Kiel, who started the organization um, Almatera, who they are they are building playgrounds in different countries like Afghanistan or Zanzibar or other countries where they play, they, they build playgrounds for kids um, together with, you know, homes, for kids or with um, schools or kindergartens or, you know, different different uh, places like that. And I believe it's, th- these, are, these are simple things in a way, but they're so important. They make such a huge difference in this world, especially for kids. You can never do enough for kids because they're our future. And the kids that we have growing up in this crazy world right now, they're so special because they came here with a different mission, you know. They are here to change something. They have to and they will. And the only thing we can do is help them a little bit here and there, you know. Mhm. So, um what? therefore whatever charity organization is connected to kids, I really really have a very strong connection to to children. Um I have three nephews and nieces myself, and I just love, you know, children's spirits. They are very pure and very important, and we have very much to learn from them. Well, this is so funny because the other guests coming on, they find mentors for students who want their dreams to come true, and you should know that Listen Give is, that's what we do. We deal with youth and music. Great. So we are globally, and so... It's really about us making a difference with every child, no child left and done regarding of their economic level, okay? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Jay, I know you had another question before we get to our last question. Yes, I, I, I wanted to know, Carrie, which what age did you decide that you wanted to be a singer or in this music business? What age were you when you decided to make that choice? Hmm. That was very late, actually. Uh, well, then again, I have two answers for that. I recently found a yearbook or like one of those books that you have that you give around in school in your class 
you know, to to let people write in their favorite colors and their uh, wish for jobs or, you know, their future jobs or their favorite food and whatever. And I found one of those that I filled out when I was, like, six. And the answer was very surprising to me because I actually always thought I I never had an idea what I wanted to be. (laughs) But apparently I wrote down as a first wish uh, to become a pop star. (laughs) And the second wish to become... The second wish to become an actress, and the third one to become uh, a museum owner who would do a um, exhibition on Michael Jackson. Wow! So see oh that happening. <laughs> Six oh year old, right? <laughs> and then no, uh, I actually only only um, started to dance when I was like three and a half, four years old. So I was always a dancer. I never really. I was in the choir, but I never intended to become a singer until later on when I was like 16, 17 years old. They asked me in school if I could, you know, also sing instead of only dance because I did the choreographies for them, but I also wanted to, you know, help them out singing. So I actually thought I could not sing, really. But uh, they actually uh, were convinced that I could, so I um, started to sing the Maria in West Side Story. Wow. Yes, and then after school I just started uh, working with different producers and that's when it all happened, but it, there was never really, like in my in my youth, there was never really the, the goal of becoming a, a singer, really. I was more a dancer than a singer, but then things changed. Wow. Well, you know, um, one of the things we would like to ask you, you know, first of all... Um, <laughs> If you had one, Jay, let's ask her this together. Let's let's just do, have this be a together moment, okay? Okay. Let's go for this last question. If okay. you had one wish for one the world, wish. what would it be? What would it be? If I had one wish for the world, what would it be? Peace. Gonna get one. <laughs> Peace. Really. Peace. You can't wish for more wishes too. That's not fair. <laughs> Excuse me? I should have another one? You said you, you, said you can't have any more wishes. <laughs> can't wish for more yeah, wishes. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is like the only the only wish that I really have. And, and love, people should love each other. And not fight. Okay, Reed, no. I'm gonna ask you, and if you say no, we understand. Okay? Yeah. If there is a song in your EPK that says Natural High. Right. Okay? And i got to ask you to sing just a little bit of it. I mean, it's just so beautiful. Wow. Um, what do you want, the chorus? Whatever you want to sing of it so that our audience will walk away just feeling that energy. I, I just, Ooh, I'm right. fine. I hope it comes across to the phone right, but um, you know it just describes the the way of life <laughs> that I that I have. I don't do any any drugs or nothing. I am on a really on a natural high. People are always wondering why, but it's just you know I'm just blessed, I guess, and uh, that's what I want everybody to feel like on a natural high. All right, so it goes like this. <clears throat> me 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 me. <laughs> 
I'm on natural high, as high as butterflies. I'm floating on my ways, giving my ideas and dreams some space. I love it. I love it. Now, I, I got one Thank more. I, okay, I may be pushing it here. I may be pushing it here. I hope I don't get in trouble. But there was <laughs> one other one that you had that is on YouTube, so I don't know if it's okay, but the, the I in you, that you are in me, I think it is. I see you. Yes, just just a little bit because it's on YouTube. So, <laughs> Sorry. Would you give us I just a little bit? I heard. Many poets speak about seeing themselves in their lover. It seems a natural thing since we are all mirrors to each other. Even I have seen similarities between the guys I've been with, but no one has ever gotten that close to me. Now when I look at you, I see myself, and that's cool. But when I look at me, it's you, I see, and that's new. Oh, I see you and me and me and you. I see me and you and you and me too. I see you and me and me and you. <laughs> I want to tell you something that gives me a space of peace. And I I joke around a lot, but my mother had an old saying before she passed last year. She says, I joke and I kid, but I don't play. And and that's how I live my life. And I have to tell you, that is so beautiful. And when you said you had your last, I, I almost want to cry, because when you said your last wish for the world was peace, we're in a time when they thought that the Mayan calendar meant the end of the world, but it meant collaboration in the new age. And I just want to thank you for being on our show today. It's actually been a true gift. And we'd like to know if there's anything else you would like the audience around the world to know because this show will be going around the world. What do you want people to know? Um... I want people to know that, um, you know, the, all the talks, all the all the stuff that you get to see in the mainstream media, um, try to take a little break from that and try to get more into books and into positive things because life is too short to occupy your life with negative vibes like that. You know, mm. um, yeah. share knowledge and don't don't get too much into all these soaps and casting shows and and you know negative negative news and all that stuff. This is all um, controlled uh, influence yes, by is. the media, and you know don't don't get yourself into that or take a distance from that. It's good for yourself. Thank you so that much for working. sharing. Oh, please. <laughs> please working. share with us. And yeah. uh, another one is, please have a look out 
My album will be out April 26th. We're trying to get it out in uh, in the U.S. as well, but it's not for sure yet when exactly over there. But you can definitely visit me on uh, all online communities that you can think of, you know, and uh, write me. Please get in touch and write me. And if you want to know where to find Kayree, she is on our facebook.com forward slash Kayree. And Kayree, would you share with them where to find you at on both Facebook and also on your website, please? Sure. The Facebook is uh, slash K-A-Y-E-R-E-E 5. All right? Kayree in one word and the number 5 behind it. Don't ask me why. It's just like that. And <laughs> um, the website <laughs> is K A Y E minus R E E. So it's like a little hyphen. K Re K A Y E minus R E E dot com. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. K Re, would you would you mind coming back sometime in the year and being with us again? For sure. Definitely. Thank right. you very much for having me. Yes, and thank you. It's been a blast, and uh, we will definitely send out to you the uh, archival link so that you can send it to everyone. Just thank you again for being with us today. It's been a blast. Thank you very much, ladies. Yeah, we're good one. You too. Bye-bye, Kayree. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jay, I love her. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't even apologize mm-hmm. for it. I love her. I love her, I love her, I love her. She reminds yeah. me of Lyra. Oh, my God. I, I love her. <laughs> I just absolutely love this woman. Well, this I wonderful. Mean, you, went all, you went all the way across the world, and you met a diamond. So. Oh, my God. Is she, a, is she not a diamond? Oh, my God. Okay? <laughs> is she not a diamond? Well, Jay, you know, um, I think, you know, we have our next group of guests on. Okay. Are you ready for them? I sure am. Okay. much ready. Okay. Well, here we go, and um ready to rock and roll. Nicholas Malagari and uh, Mrs. Nicole Malagari, I'm sorry, and Nicholas Pope of A New Scene. I am so excited to have you guys on today. Oh, my God. Thank you for having us. How are you both? Very good, very good. So, um, I believe Jay, Jay is ready to get started here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jay, are you there? Oh, I'm sure. I'm I'm here. So, you know, welcome Nick and Nicole. And what a fascinating thing, your names, Nicole and Nick. Did you guys plan this? <laughs> wasn't planned, but very convenient, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. And so, you know, thanks for being on. So, you know, hey, Nick and Nicole, can we just get right into the show with you? Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, Nicole, I hear you and Nick started a wonderful organization to support students. Tell us about your organization. We did, we did. Um, so we're a startup nonprofit called the New Seed NYC. Um, and our mission is really just to provide students the chance to experience New York's art community um, and explore, you know, possible career paths with the creatives as their mentors. Um, so what we do is provide high school to college-age students 
the opportunity to interact and learn from professionals in various fields um, through our mentoring, pro mentoring programs as well as community workshops. Um, they can attend performances and events in New York City um, through donations and sponsor tickets and really just be exposed to career paths uh, beyond artists and performers themselves, things backstage like uh, lighting design, um, art direction, production, things of that nature. Wow. Well, you know, one of the other things I'd love to ask you is why did you start this organization? Uh, yeah, you know, um, after graduating, we both went to UMass Amherst. Um, we graduated in the spring of 2012, and we moved right into the city. Um, and I worked a couple of different internship positions throughout the summer. Um, and some experiences were very beneficial and in my learning process, and others weren't. Um, and it really made me think of the impact a mentor could have on a student and how the right experience could really inspire them to pursue their creative aspirations. Um, so, you know, we came up with the idea, and that's when the real work began. We had a great proposal, then reached out to community members. Uh, we did a lot of crowdfunding and online campaigning to raise money. Uh, and now we are a functional program within Preview of the Arts, which is a registered nonprofit organization. Wow. What, what type of students um, do you come across? Well, we're a three-tiered program. Uh, so we have the creative professional as a mentor, and then we also have a college-age student who would serve as kind of a big brother, big sister role to the high school-age student. Um, and the high school students, we really try to um, give focus on economically deserving New York City students. Um, so it's really kind of a great mix. The, the college students are able to bring the high school students to events, um, and kind of connect on uh, a certain level. They know kind of the field that they want to go into, and they're able to help the high school students really, really see different options and decide where they want to go from there. Well, you know, Nicholas, I have a question for you on this one. How right. do you how do you decide which mentors? You know, actually, this is to both you and Nicole because you know, I, first of all, I want to applaud both of you. You're both young people, you want to make a difference, and not only did you want to make a difference, you went so far as to really turn this into a nonprofit organization. I just have so much respect for what both of you are doing. I think it's amazing, Nicole. And yeah. Nicholas, I, I just want to thank you. Because Jay oh, and I think you. about it all the time. You know, we work with the United Nations. We work with people from all over the world. And to see two people, you know, it's always adults and I'm so glad that you have taken your future on, really. I mean, you've taken on not only your future, but supporting that of other students. And you've, you've bridged a gap, really, between young and old. You really have. I don't know if you get that. But, you know, don't look at your organization as something small growing. Look at it that you have created a future in which students get to live into their dreams fulfilled, not as a dream but a reality. So with that said, I have a question for both of you. How do you decide which mentors to target for your students? Well, we we look for um, teaching artists generally, so people who are creative and involved in the art but also have experience working with kids already, know how to get on their level, help facilitate the the learning process, help them actually absorb the information they're giving out. Um, so on some upcoming events we have, we, we have uh, 
these teaching artists who who have already been in the field already and, and are prepared to handle, especially New York teams who can not always be the easiest to sit through a uh, some, some art event. Um, yeah, so like after after a lot of preparation, we're hosting our first workshop event this month, meeting uh, yeah. up with Preview of the Arts and the Creators Collective to host Blank Slate is the name of the event, and it's on the 17th at Culture Fix in Manhattan. And the event consists uh, of a writing workshop and a performance workshop and a showcase of the day's work at the very end. So students will come and work on a story or scene or poem or create something new there, some sort of writing, and they'll learn to perform their writing and have the opportunity to present their work to family and peers at the end of the day. So it's going to be this really cool event, and we have these two great <coughs> teaching artists coming to, to do the mentoring and the teaching, and now we're just selling tickets at previewnyc.com. Uh, so we're pretty excited about this event. Blank slate. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I actually have, Dale, I have two questions. Um, I have one for Nick and one for Nicole. Nicole, I'm going to ask you the question first, and then I'm going to ask Nick uh, the other question. Nicole, what okay. have the students... Because what have the students told you about their experiences with the mentors? Well, the thing is, uh, we're still in the de developing stages, so we just finished our um, online um, crowdfunding campaign, which we were able to raise uh, $2,000 to help us go into these workshops. So Blank Slate is our first uh, workshop that we'll be doing with the students. We're really excited to be able to get their input uh, by the end of the day, and hopefully inspires them to, to maybe come to some more workshops or uh, think of think of different passions that they might have in the paths uh, that we show them. Uh, so yeah, we haven't we haven't got any input yet, but we're really looking forward to it. Uh, we're also doing a residency program at the Highline Loft in March, a two week uh, residency, and we'll, we're hoping to work with um, Vax Youth um, to put on. A dance workshop and showcase a bunch of youth dancers uh, by the end of the residency. So yeah, very very excited to uh, get some input and hopefully it's all positive because we want to give them a good experience. We don't want to um, have them walk away with less of less of a passion to go into the field, but um, with, with more and to open their eyes to a lot of different uh, different creative paths rather than just the things that they see maybe uh, right on the stage initially when they go to the show. Wow. wow. Well, Gail, I'd be glad to get the results in when they find out the uh, info, when they get the data back. We would love to know uh, what the results are. So maybe maybe Gail can do some magic to get you guys back on the show. To yeah. let know. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Nick, we'll love to keep you posted. Yes, and, and, you know, speaking of that, Nick and um, Nicole, would you be willing to come back on this show and share with us, you know, what it was like for you after, you know, once you've done it? That would be wonderful. We would love to. For Absolutely. Sure. Okay. Um, Jay, I think you had another question for Nick. I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and get in between because I've got some questions too. <laughs> uh, this, this is right, Gail. This is right up my alley. You know, this question is. Hey, Nick. I hear you. You are in the. I hear that you're in the music business a little bit. Could you tell us a little bit about <laughs> your band and what you're doing in the from the production standpoint with them and yourself? What I'm doing from the production standpoint with the band. Uh-huh, and a little bit about the band um, also. Well, it's pretty funny. I mean, I was in 
in college, and I had a big band, this big funk band, and I moved out here, and there was distance. It was like a long-distance relationship with 10 people, which is, you know, difficult. So that's sort of been, you know, uh, on the way out. And then moving here now, I've been, I've been working at a music studio, which is where I met Gail, because the Crosby Collective. And I got to work with tons of different musicians, singers, guitarists, drummers, all these different people, different producers. And, you know, I make a lot of my own music and I, and I play a lot of different instruments, so it's been really neat just to be able to play in all these different groups. And I played with Bianca Raquel, a really great vocalist recently at this hip-hop show. I played some guitar. And then tonight, actually, I have a show with uh, Donna Missile, who's this amazing female vocalist. And they have sort of a rock R&B-inspired band. Um, and then on my own, I've just been producing and writing and making all sorts of music. And it's been really great to be involved in this program with Nicole because I've I've been on that side of it where I'm performing and I'm I'm an artist as well. I'm a studio artist. But I graduated with out of out of UMass Amherst. Um, so I'm sort of I've been sort of doing that. I've been doing the performing, and I know Nicole is such such a creative spirit, and yet. She hasn't. I've never really got to see her really express that creativity. She hasn't like. She didn't have like the outlet that I did, where I could just go on stage and sing and play guitar. So it was really amazing after her internships to watch her find a way to like combine her organizational skills and coordinating skills along with her creativity, and be able to set up something for the community that she would have loved to use herself, which I think is the essence of the quality of this program is that it's not a scheme, it's not, there's no, like, uh, fine print, it's just trying to do something great that Nicole and I would have loved to have growing up, especially if we're in the city or wherever, um, and hopefully we'll be able to expand this to all sorts of, of different cities and different places. But, yeah, so as a producer and a musician, it's, it's been really great to be involved with something like this. Wow. Wow. You know, I, 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 that's amazing because you're getting to live your dreams and then Nicole's getting to live her dreams and you're playing it out. You know, Nicole, this question is for, for, for me to you because I have a funny feeling. You, you and I have a lot of similarities in that I'm both a business head and a creative head. And I can hear, I can hear that in you. I can hear the creativity in you. And I've seen the creativity online, you know, and I can also hear that business side of you to make sure these kids are taken care of. What I'd like to know is, I'd like to know what kind of work you do, Nicole. Is this is this what you do full-time, or is there something else you do? And then I would like to know, Nicole, personally, what do you love about your life? Okay, well, right now I'm kind of, um, I, I'm doing a lot. Um, I'm working a couple different internships, um, and I'm also the um, management and operations coordinator at a company called the Guinea Pig Group. Um, and we're an event um, planning company, but what we do is we mix design and artist showcase into uh, big events. So if someone uh, wants to have something a little out of the ordinary for, um, let's say, uh, any type of party, um, a showcase or an opening night for, um, we recently did a Skyfall event for the James Bond Skyfall movie, uh, what we'll do is we'll find artists that we think um, our clients would connect with, and we'll bring them into that party. That way we can showcase the artist's, artist's talents, uh, they get their work out there, um, 
and it's kind of just a fun little twist on uh, just, you know, an ordinary um, opening or party. Uh, so that's what I'm doing majorly. I'm also working as an intern for a company called Triangle Artist Association. Um, and what they are is a residency program for different artists. They'll take on eight different artists a year, give them studio space, give them resources in order uh, to create whatever they were working on initially, um, just on a bigger scale, and um, you know, exhibit their art and give them um, exhibitions at the end of it. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm doing mostly, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm definitely really enjoying it. Um, I mean, what do I love about my life? I, right now, I, I think it's just a really exciting period for me. Um, moving to the city was a huge step, and definitely not the easiest one. I'm from a small town in New Hampshire. Um, and back home, I live on a dirt road, so it's a, a huge, huge <laughs> step in a different direction, a total 180. Um, but it's been really wonderful and um, a huge growing experience. I'm, I'm just enjoying every day. Wow. Well, you know, since I took part of your next question, Jay, I am so sorry, so I guess we would have to direct that to Nicholas. So I'll let you go right ahead and do that, sir. Jay? Hello? I think oh, oh, we no. may have <laughs> I, I'm still here. That's, I, I'm okay. saying that's okay. You know, we can still ask Nicholas what did he love about his life, and we can still ask yes. both of them what do they love about their organization. Yeah. So, Nick, I'll answer them. <laughs> Gee, what do I love about my life? Just it's a long list. I'm a lucky guy. I mean, uh, I love... I love having the opportunity to play music. I love having the luxury of financial but my financial security growing up in, in the sort of life I did. I'm so blessed to be that way and now I get to you know, take advantage of that. I get to just love playing music. I get to I got to move to the city. I got to go to college, get an education. I got to meet my girlfriend there. We got to come here and use the the um I mean just the opportunities within the city to create this program. We got to the list goes on and on. I don't know. I've been making art. I get to do this. I get to do that. I get to host trivia, make a little bit of money in the bar. It's like it's a wild life to be living in New York City. And, <laughs> oh, no. I want to hear whatever. about that, Nick. Nick, I want to hear about that. You get to host trivia in a bar? It is the best gig that you can find on Craigslist. Uh, yeah, yeah, I host trivia. Oh, this is a great shout-out. Uh, not tonight because I, got a, I have a, a, a concert, but... Usually every Thursday night, 8 o'clock, Tropical 128 in the Lower East Side. I host trivia. I'm part of the company Triviatrist. So I'm hired by them, and, and they have like 15 different hosts or something at a bunch of different venues across the city. Like once a week you go, and so I go every every Thursday night there, and I have sort of a little following. A bunch of groups come, and, and I, yeah, right, I, I, I DJ during it, and I read questions. People hand up their answer slips. It's a really great time. Come check it out, anyone who's listening. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, I love trivia. I love games, and I love I love questions, and I love riddles, and I love talking into a microphone. I love playing music for people, and I love meeting new people and facilitating a good time. So it is a lot of fun, and it pays for my food for the week. So <laughs> that's also great. Well, you know, we've, uh, we've both to both you and Nicole, 
we'd like to ask you a two-fold question. This is our last question. First of all, is there anything you wanted to share that you did not have to sh- a chance to share with our audience so that we didn't ask you, one? And number two, tell our friends and, and, and your family members and our people around the world where they can find, where they can find you. I'm sorry, you asked where, where they could find us? Well, no, we had a two-fold question. Is there anything that you or Nicole wanted to share that we didn't right. ask you? And the second one was, Tell people where to find you online and also on Facebook. Sure. Nicole, do you have, do you have anything you want to say? Um, no, I think that um, the major thing that, that started this uh, this journey, this organization, um, was the fact that I wasn't really sure about uh, the, the path that I wanted to go to um, coming out of school, and uh, specifically very much in high school. Um, but I think that uh, just this fact that lends itself to the foundation of a new seed. Uh, you know, I knew, I knew I could be creative, but I wasn't sure where to focus my creative energy. Um, and I think this organization, organization really exposes children to all sorts of outlets that make spark interest in possible career paths. And that's, that's why I'm proud of it, and that's what I want people to take away from this. And if, if they have... Um, any interest in in that type of thing, or they they like our mission, then you know we're always looking for people to help out, to volunteer, um, really anything. And even if they're just interested in the mission and want to learn more, uh, they can always find us um, at anewseed.com, um, and they can also email us at info at anewseed.com. Uh, we check it out every day, so um, that would probably be the best way of communication. Um, and then I've got. Uh, something I want to say. It's just that we are a new program. We're definitely still in the development stages, and we're trying to build our network and our and our and our team of mentors and venues and students and everything. And so it can be difficult as a new program, especially to young people, to be going around trying to network with bigger groups, groups that could really help you when you are still so small and underdeveloped. But the point we want to get across is that we're just trying to do something good and we just need people to give us a chance and we just so you know we we explain our our whole bit and we need, we hope that people will see the essential qualities of this organization and and lend a hand so that we can really make this thing possible think groups like big brother big sister and you know the the parks and recreation we've already met with some of these people and they've been very helpful and it's just been a little tough off the bat because we don't have some resounding resume of all these things we've done yet, but we know that it's something that can happen and it should happen and it will make a great impact on the community for sure. So we're well, just, one thing we'll, we'll send to you is, Nicholas, um, Jay and I are in particularly good positions and we will support both you and Nicole in any manner in which we can. We are very much 100% behind what you're doing. Listen, Give is all about you, music, and education. So we will do 100% profile you on things that are Listen, Give associated. And outside of that and with, you know, many of our relationships, we will make sure that you get the support that you need. Well, we appreciate it. Not just us, but also the students in New York City will appreciate that and the whole community, I'm sure. So... I look forward to a, a prosperous relationship between between us in the future. 
Thank you. And Jay um, and, and Nicole and, and Nicholas, I'm going to say goodbye to you. It's, it's time to go. And thank you both for being on, and thank you for letting us know that you will be back in the future. Nicole, we want to hear everything that comes mm-hmm. out of this, this uh, event that you're doing coming up. And we will make sure you send us the information. We'll make sure it's put on the physical website to listen and give as we're relaunching right now. And we'll make sure that it's 100% put on the website and every other place that we have information for our other networks. Absolutely. We're, we're very excited to give you updates. And hopefully they're all good ones. Huh, sure they will be. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. It's been really great. Thank you. Have Thank a great you. day, guys. And this is Listen, Give, Going Out, everyone. And one last um, announcement we'd like to make. Um, I have become a self-published author along with 30 people from around the world. Our Never Alone project is in the book, and Listen, Give is in the book. The Art of Living is in the book, and several other people. So we will let you know more about that. Thank you. And here is Listen, Give, Going Out. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.